0: Salute to you. I am G Revolution, and you are listening to or watching Tips, the informative podcast series. Remember, we are available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, and also the video version is on YouTube. Today, I am honored and privileged to finally have on the podcast a dancer turned dietitian. She has been involved in the world of food science, wellness, and nutrition. Since 2020, or at least that's what I saw. Maybe she has more to tell us. And she promotes a lifestyle of healthy habits versus eating restrictions. She's fun, energetic, and a bit of a fitness enthusiast. Please help me welcome none other than Natalia Rupert, a.k.a. Trini, dietitian. Natalia, I'm so happy that you're here. And the reason why I'm happy that you're here... It's because our first real interaction was through a video (laughs) reply (laughs) in which you recommended that you don't necessarily have to eat oats for breakfast. And of course, as you know, I took that, I took that personally.
1: Yeah, you took that one to heart. You really did. You took that one to heart. Um well first of all I'd like to say thank you for having me. Of course. You know, I'm a talker, I love to talk. Absolutely. it was um right place. So, so every opportunity to share, um, information and to engage with the public, you know. Um, your girl. Right. So yeah, that was actually our first interaction where I did that TikTok. Mm-hmm. Turn into real. Um, I think that one actually got me so far. I think the most views I've ever had yeah. on TikTok so far. Yeah, because um, it was good. It was good. Thanks. I appreciate it. Especially coming from you. Mm. But yeah, you don't have to have oats for breakfast. All right. And I think you took it to heart. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> is it that you have oats for breakfast? No, yeah, baby? no, yeah,
0: what well, went on. I definitely <laughs> had oats that morning. <laughs> when I saw the video, so while I was eating the oats, I was scrolling through, scrolling through TikTok, I like and I saw it, and I was like, wow. Yeah, I like feel like I a, compare, like, a
1: wow, compare that day, right?
0: It's it's 9 a.m. <laughs> what are you doing, man? That's wow. too early.
1: That's
0: too early. So I, I said, you know what? Let me finish my oats, and let me make this reply one time with the pain and suffering. <laughs> And it's so
1: how uh, I missed it. but yeah, no, uh, I, I think you're like, you're really entertaining. No, we
0: met before you recognized. So we met and yes. we somehow we was like, you look familiar. And you said, you told me I look familiar. And, mm-hmm. and I told you, you look familiar as well. So we
1: couldn't And it then
0: it's a friend who told me, you know, um, it's so funny, you know, because they were talking about how we're having a good time on a particular line. We won't get into the particulars mm-hmm. of the lime. We can't, we can't. But <laughs> on the lime, the friend said, no, it was so cool. And the fact that everybody mingled, even like, you know, the way you did that video. When he replied to Natalia and I was like, who? <laughs> yeah. Natal- so I said, I went new click and i was like, wait, that's, that's how I know her face from that video. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but anyway, um, let's dig right into this interview and I, I hope that you have a healthy appetite for food puns because we'll probably be doing it for most of the thing. Yeah, sure. Natalia, for the people who don't know, tell us about your journey to the point where you decided, give a little summary of mm-hmm. the, of, of your journey to the point where you decided to be a dietitian
1: okay i like how you said you know from dancer to dietitian
0: right 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 um
1: uh so for me i have always um been into fitness i've been a dancer for as long as i can remember um Doing contemporary, modern ballet, soca, folk. Ballet. Yeah, it works. I mean, the only thing I've never dabbled in was hip hop. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm yet. That's on my bucket list. I'm yet to get into that. Oh, still, 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 you still, you
0: still would do that. Oh, of course, yeah. Why not? I mean
1: great yeah i mean why not life is about experiences and learning and you know improving yourself and whatnot so i'm all you know falling in something new um uh, so for me wellness has always been a part of my journey i and we spoke about this before we started mm-hmm. the podcast um you know Parents always push you in the direction of being like a doctor, a lawyer, right. or, you know, those um, types of fields. And for me, I just went into sciences. Mm-hmm. So, sciences for me was, you know, uh, in preparation for going into vet med. Oh. Because I actually wanted to be a vet or a oh, veterinarian. Okay, because okay. um, I, I love that's, animals. That's so. why.
0: That's why my dog was probably
1: all over yeah, you. Yeah, she, yeah, she picked yeah. it up. Yeah, she picked yeah, she picked it right, up, you right, know. Right. So like I love animals, especially dogs and I cats, I like it works. Um I'm more of like a pet type person. Right. Um so, like, I would always, like, bring home strays, like, from ever since. After school, it works. Like, I would always bring home strays. We'll have them for, like, a couple days, and then we'll send them back. And I um I had animals of my own. Like, I had fishes. I had a dog. I had hamsters. I have, like, a turtle right now. I actually have a husky. His name is Hunter. Okay, bigger Hunter. So, like, hunter. yeah, big up Hunter. Big up, big up Navi, too. Mm. So, I um actually wanted to be a vet. um So, up to sixth form, I still wanted to be a vet because that's what I was preparing for. Um, So I would actually do like volunteer hours at a, like at a veterinary clinic close by and then time to apply for university. And that's when the confusion came. Ah, okay. Because for me, I had so many options, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So vet med was definitely there. Dance was also there as well. But again, the parents in the back of your mind, being a dancer, you can't make no money. Mm. It's something that you can have as a side hustle. Yes, it's something that you're passionate about, but let's focus on this. So vet med was there. Um, dance was there. And then dietetics was something that I learned about. Um, I think it was in my final year um, in unit two of sixth form. So it's like you always know about nutrition and nutritionists. right? But I don't want to say traditionally, but based on We've been bombarded by diet culture so much, Jamil, that for me as a nutritionist, it was just all about like restriction. Right. Not what you give, but what you, it's always what you take away. Oh, always okay, looking okay. at nutrition as black and white. Um, so for me, that's what I knew nutrition to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not looking at the holistic or wellness, so to speak part of things because um in that time you know it was the atkins diet you will hear about um all of those like really really yeah, restrictive diets and, the, yeah and all and, of those um, I, I, I once I jenny once, craig and it works
0: i once knew somebody who went on a lemon water and cayenne pepper
1: and cayenne diet. pepper mm-hmm. What? But they will take it like first thing in the morning.
0: No, that's that's what they were on, the, for period. For the entire day. Yeah, period. That's what they were on. It
1: has the salt water one. It has so many. So, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about those as we proceed. Of but, course. Um, back then it was like um, the Jenny Craig and the, I think it was the beach body diet. Like everything was just promoting like, like a lean physique. Mm-hmm. So for me at the time, nutrition was basically just about physique. But as I went into it a bit more... I realized that, okay, it's so much more to nutrition than this. And then chronic disease management was like, a, like a, a light a switch went off and it's like, okay, if you go into nutrition, you learn more about how food affects the body and how food can actually hurt or heal the body. And I actually had a lot of family members who have diabetes, mm-hmm. hypertension and it works. And it's like, okay, maybe this can be an option but I've always been someone who likes to talk. Like I say, I like to talk, but I do just like to talk aimlessly. Um, I I try to talk with purpose and I talk with passion because I'm passionate about a lot of things. And I was always, I don't know. Sometimes my family will joke around and say, I like a little humanitarian because Mm. I always want to pick up for this one. I was like, you know, um, so for me, (laughs) um, (laughs) so psychology was always, was also there. Okay. Law was also there as Mm. well. (laughs) Because, like I said, I like to talk for purpose. I like to, like you know, be yes, people's yes. corners, okay. no, like no, spend and makes what sense. That <laughs> makes so, sense. So it was law. So I'm telling you all my options here. Dietetics was not always the be, be all and end all for me. So it was law, um, psychology, vet med, BFA in dance, and then nutrition right. and dietetics was there. And then I applied for all because mm-hmm. again the options were...
0: There, right. there,
1: you're know, limitless. And um, I applied to different um, different um, institutions, and of with all of them, and I actually applied for plant and animal biotechnology as well.
0: Wow, okay. yeah, what plant and Plant, plant and, and animal
1: what? biotechnology. That's <laughs> interesting. Then it, 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 from the orientation, it, it was at the time
0: at the time. Okay. And
1: then BFA and dance, so I got I got through with the plant and animal biotech. And then I got through a dietetics and then with the BFA in dance, well, that ship had sailed because there was a, like a, um, two part audition for it. Mm-hmm. I got through the first part, get, got through by the second time. And then by the second audition, I reached a couple minutes late for the audition. Oh. And of course, um, in the dance world or in the, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. in the institutional part of things, you know, um, time management is, you know, critical, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, like oh like i said that's what they oh what it they should want, be yes that's what they wanted to be that's and the they, reason
1: for that is because if you are late you can throw off an entire production absolutely that is true so i got there late and then of course it was like no unfortunately you, you can't proceed but however we are welcoming you to come in for the next batch because we did so good at the first audition I cried my eyes out. I remember calling my choreographer. Big up you, Marcia Charles. She was there to like give me comfort and whatnot. I called my mother like I was upset. And I was like, you know what? She was like, maybe this is not the time. You know, this is not the time for you, whatever. I was like, okay, I have other options. Let's fall into the other options. And I picked the dietetics. Okay. Because I just gravitated toward that. Okay. And then we're here. So after dietetics, after I finished my BSc, in order to practice as a registered dietitian, you can't just finish BSc and come out and say yes, I'm ready to take on clients. You have to do an extensive year-long internship. Oh, okay. Um, it's a practical internship. You're literally thrown you're literally thrown into the fire with it so it's like a three-part you do like a food service rotation a clinical rotation and then a community rotation um did that and then after that you you're able to register um through the council so here in trinidad and tobago we have the council of professions related to medicine so it's like the big umbrella governing body and medical professions fall under that so doctors radiographers nurses dietitians do weeks. um so in order for you to actually practice legally you must register under okay. the council and then each one has their board. I also happen to be the secretary of our nutritionist board. So yeah. <laughs> right. Um and yeah, and then 2015, 2016 was when I became registered the beginning of in January, January the twentieth. I remember that that date is ingrained in my mind, engraved in my mind because it was the day when I was Able to practice yes. as a legal um, nutrition professional, and um, I actually started after my internship. I started volunteering right away, mm-hmm. like I stick, I waste no time. Volun-
0: like, volu- a volunteering dietitian, yeah, what, what does that involve?
1: Um, so I volunteered, I'd studied so my final rotation during internship was my community rotation, and it was there I realized community is where I wanted to be before okay. I thought clinical was it. I mean and then I realized community is where I wanted to be. Um and then sh- straight from my internship, I just started volunteering as in seeing patients. Oh, okay. In the community settings, in like in health centers, 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 and centers and whatnot. Centers. Oh. So I actually started seeing patients right away. And then from there, um got through with OJT, um, spent a couple of months at the same health facility, um, traveling, going to different health centers, seeing all patient um um our clinic patients, um, p- persons with diabetes, hypertension, the works. And then I left, so I stopped the, o- I, like I left OJT. I don't want to say OJT because it was sound like I was working for OJT. Mm-hmm. Um, so I left the health centers and then I went to like a private clinic and this clinic was like, like a startup clinic. There's a oh, weight loss clinic. Oh, okay, okay. And I was the one nutritionist slash health coach there, um, and the weight loss clinic focused on, it was basically like, a was the keto diet, mm. but it wasn't called that. Right. And then um, I stayed there for a little. And then from there, I actually went back to the health facilities mm-hmm. because I mean, community is where it's at. Community is where it's at. And we can talk about why community is where yeah, it's at. Yeah, of course. We I mean, I have, lo-
0: have a lot of things to again too because oh you know it's spicy I know, we start I know you're we start coming good. for me i know you're
1: coming for me no it's not that coming already. for you i just want eye-worthy information yeah, so so, so, information. so the
0: first thing i want to put you see that you say you about community versus just being clinical i appreciate that because oh what i miss <laughs> that will happen often i promise that so makes sense you make no it, it not only that you make sense but mm-hmm. it's 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 purposeful like it you, you, you didn't you sound you sound like it doesn't come from a place of all right well as a dietitian, I know what I do let me get paid for it. No, you, you sound like you want to help people. Mm. So so that is why that's one of the reasons why you're here. Yeah. I want somebody who's listening, who's probably struggling with their diet, to learn something. Yes, of
1: course. So
0: let's start either a busting some myths or b uh, tackling somebody popular beliefs that are going on right now. Okay, so let's so start, I'm right? Ready. You are ready. I you are ready, I'm sure. Now, I have seen that you mentioned that food is directly related or could be directly related to your mental well-being, your mood, all these different things. I have been seeing people saying a lot now that there's no such thing as good food or bad food. There is just overindulgence, and you can practically eat anything as long as you don't overdo it. Talk to me about how you feel about that statement. Hmm.
1: Well, I mean, that's really like a general statement.
0: Well, it is a it, they do make it in a it's general very sense. Very general. I, I thought that they needed to be a bit more nuanced when they say it. Yes, correct. But they mm-hmm. they just throw out there's no good no food good or no bad, or bad food. food. It's just yeah. a matter of you overindulging things. Yeah. How do you well, feel about that? A lot that of
1: that nutritionists are actually pushing that agenda. Um, mm-hmm. so before we get in there, um, mm-hmm. as we were talking about community, that's actually where Trinity Dietitian was booted. Oh, okay. Because I got COVID. And I was off from work for some time. Right. And I felt like I wanted to connect with persons. I wanted to connect still with the community. And I wanted to provide a platform for persons where they get the information like directly. Uh-huh. You understand? Um, and yeah, so that's where training dietitians put in and that's where twenty twenty, right? Twenty twenty. Right. Correct. Because that was the time of COVID. Using using <laughs> using the COVID
0: as the opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Right. Um, right. So um there's no good food and then there's no bad food. No, the point of that is to not give like more like morale to food ah, so okay. to speak um so when you say good and bad you can say healthy and unhealthy mm-hmm. because um the thing is overindulgence can too much are wanting good for nothing as we right. know and as we say here in terms of local balance. but there are certain foods that can be bad for your health mm-hmm. depending on your needs at the time right so it's not to say the food is bad but mm-hmm. it may not be the best for you, Got depending you. on your needs or depending on your requirements. Um, so, me personally, I will somewhat agree that there is no such thing as good food or bad food, but there's healthy and then there's unhealthy, and then there's healthy foods that can be unhealthy if you have too much of it or depending on how you have it. Mm-hmm. So, take oats for instance. <laughs> oats is considered a healthy food. Bigger oats, bigger oats, bigger for you oats. Yeah. Um oats is considered a healthy food because it's high in fiber, it's high in a specific fiber called glucagon, which actually helps to regulate um, your cholesterol and it can actually help with blood glucose management because it mm-hmm. has a it's, has, it's a low glycemic index food. They work. so people swear by oats. however, Given the times that we live in, you know, everybody wants to be creative in the kitchen. Everybody's a culinary chef. Um, People get bored with food so they want to spice things up. Sometimes people add certain things to the oats that may not be considered the healthiest option. Mm -hmm. So you might add oats and you add condensed milk and you add full cream milk
0: and then on top of that,
1: you add peanut butter and then on top of that, you add your toppings like your granola and it works. Mm -hmm. So the oats in itself is healthy. I'm not seeing any other food specific uh, unhealthy, but automatically you you take what is a healthy food and then based on your combinations, you make it a high fat food. Right. So whereas you eat an oat's to lower your cholesterol, once you add condensed milk and you That's add full cream milk it, you're contradicting, you're, you're counteracting right. the effects of right, right. it. So to answer your question of good and bad, I won't necessarily disagree with that statement, but again, like you say, adding some nuance or based on the context of it, Okay. I would say... There really is no good and bad food. There's healthy and then there's unhealthy because if we look at processed foods.
0: Mm. Well, this, this is the thing, right? Yeah. When I hear people say there's no such thing as good food or bad food, I'm, I don't necessarily hear the words good and bad. I hear healthy and unhealthy yeah, because right. that's what people, that's the word people usually use to associate when they change their diet and mm. eating healthy. Yes. So it, the, the idea is I'm no longer eating unhealthy i'm eating yes. healthy so when people say there's no such good and bad food i'm thinking so are you saying that there's no food that is virtually unhealthy versus healthy i feel like that's that is a bit of a that might be dangerous information if it is you don't add proper nuance to it so that's why, yeah. that's why that's yeah. why i asked the question yeah. okay so let's um let's go into um the reasons why Diets necessary don't necessarily work because I hear all the time. We've heard about all the crash diets, and then so cr- there was a time where diet culture was crazy, and then recent times we've seen brands change their position. You've he- you hear brands like Weight Watchers say, "No, no, no, you can eat whatever you want," but in this well-balanced di- plan. And then hear other hear other health nutrition health fitness enthusiasts say diets don't work, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But could you break down the reason why mm-hmm. somebody's crash diets don't work? And why you need to eat in a different way.
1: Right. Um, I'm happy you you um specified crash diets. Mm-hmm. Because before you said why like, diets don't work. Mm-hmm. Um the thing is, and to be clear, um this is general knowledge here, but persons seem to for some reason not know everybody's on a diet. Right. Your diet is your pattern of eating. Correct. It's what you eat, how you eat, how much you eat. By definition. By definition. Everybody has that's is on it a diet. Is, everybody's on a diet. Yeah. yeah? Um, we eat, hopefully, well, not everybody will eat every day, but basically, a diet is basically a pattern of eating. Um, there are crash or fat diets. And part of the reason they do work, but they're not sustainable. Right. Okay. And the reason why they do work at first is because what most of those diets have in common is that they're very low calorie. And one of the first things a lot of those diets do is what? What do they cut out? Well, they the or they encourage the, the, you to yeah, cut the, out? The carbs, obviously. Carbs.
0: And, then they, and so with the quick low, uh, calorie deficit, you see those results quickly. Correct. Yeah.
1: Correct. Because automatically, once you cut out our food group, and particularly carbs being our main energy source, you cut back on calories. And that's mm-hmm. the trick in it. So a lot of them are low calorie. A lot of them restrict a lot of food groups. So automatically, you are... Uh, In a calorie deficit. We're still on calorie deficit here. So you will see the results and you see it very fast. But the body needs a specific amount of calories to sustain itself. That is one. Mm -hmm. Um, And in addition to it's unsustainable because it's restrictive. So anything that is restrictive over a period of time can only last for so long. Because eating is our way of life. Um, is something that we look forward to, especially in our culture. Yeah,
0: so much so that people think eating food makes them special. They're foodies. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, Would you consider yourself a foodie?
0: I think everybody eats food. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So a foodie
1: (laughs) is nothing
0: special. (laughs) So I am slightly concerned by people who genuinely believe that they're foodies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and they're not actually being professionally paid to review food. So let's. Right. So if you just Ooh, want a free meal, right? If you just Ooh, want to I'm
1: not a- drinking water and mind the business. If there, you just want to if you
0: just want a meal out, of man. No problem, mm-hmm. but don't act like if you has this special mm-hmm. condition. <laughs> no, right. I'm a foodie, so I need to be fed. Well, that's every human being I
1: know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yes, okay. to, to
0: go back to the fact that, yes, eating is. In our culture so
1: yeah it is it's part of so you find especially like in social settings or just on the whole and then the body changes you go through different um periods in your life and you, the body just needs food yeah and it needs holistic it needs it and like holistically it needs it in balance so when you restrict certain food groups and your body is deprived of it your body then will going to kick into survival mode. Right. And most times persons go on quote unquote diets for weight loss Mm -hmm. and diets on the whole is not just about weight loss. Mm -hmm. Diet culture has made us to believe that because growing up, that is what I know. You go, you go on a diet just to lose weight. You're going to diet to be chiseled. You go on a diet to be skinny Mm -hmm. um, or uh, to be accepted. But a diet is not just focusing on weight loss. It's Mm -hmm. focusing really on health. Mm -hmm. And wellness. So the reason why those diets really don't work in the long term is because they starve you on an emotional and a psychological level. Oh. And after a while, it's only so so for so long you can keep up with that. For you can imagine Jamil going to a fat, and you on a diet where you could only eat carrot sticks, cucumbers. <laughs> And drink lemon water and take ACV and you go to an all-inclusive and you have all these options to choose from and all you could literally drink is water mm-hmm. and something from the salad. bar. how does well, I make you well, feel? Well,
0: first of all, I feel like, and say hi to my daughter, everybody. She's, she's wild and dirty, but she loves Natalia an and she's only nibbling. <laughs> um, I would probably not go to an all-inclusive if I was on a crash diet, but then again, I've never been on a crash
1: diet. Correct. So that was a trick question there. But the thing is, and it, it it, it 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 like i said it starves you on an emotional yeah, it psychological it, it takes away, takes away it takes so away. much out of your life and your lifestyle that is really hard to maintain
0: so give me um so i would have like i said i did my stalking research i prefer research mm-hmm. and i saw you did a live with um the dancing psychologist and you were you know you were talking about the connections between food and mental health and i mean we're already on that path because you saying the restrictions cause a psychological. Uh, kind of imbalance. tell me about how you know people who don't get proper nutrition could potentially be in a, a a negative mental state have you seen anything like this before uh or people who don't get any proper nutrition probably are more prone to mental diseases as well give me some clarification on that
1: i have i have seen where lack of food can affect your mood Well, yeah, of course, and it happens with me because I tend to be hungry Hungry, when I don't eat on time. Um, But yes, it can because.
0: Well, we say that we say that we say hungry jokingly. But is there any any like real? Is there is there solid science behind those things?
1: Um, not that I know of currently, as we sit here talking today, right? Um, but yes, it can affect you mentally. Um, we what do we get from food? We get nutrients from food. Mm -hmm. Now, all food, whether considered good or bad, will provide some nutrients for your body, and just to keep it simple the main well the macros that we will get from food are carbs protein and fats the body needs carbs the brain needs carbs it thrives on carbs because your brain uses a lot of energy so it uses a lot of glucose which is the body's form of energy or the way in which carbs are converted into the body protein is needed um for like the walls of your brain and ensuring that you know um like you've your CSF or the, the fluid and whatnot is intact and you have sufficient amounts to cushion the brain to send synaptic messages to the brain and your your brain also needs fats as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Um so when it is you don't get sufficient carbs, you tend to starve the brain as well. And when you don't get sufficient nutrients or micronutrients, you tend to affect your hormonal balance or your hormonal oh, system okay. or your endocrine system. Because again every function of our body relies on nutrients specific nutrients um and if it is you aren't getting the right amount or the right balance of nutrients or your body is deficient in a specific nutrient yes it can contribute to some kind of mental imbalance um okay for certain mental conditions um not just necessarily a lack thereof, but having too much of something can also affect you as well. Yeah, so I take, heard sugar For instance, before. like sugar. It messes with your brain. Like- yes, it can because it's t- hyperactivity. So, like children um, with um, who's on the spectrum, mm-hmm. like with ASD or even with epilepsy and whatnot, too much sugar can really cause them to be hyperactive or have more um, epileptic episodes and whatnot. So, right. Um, for those specific conditions you find if you have too much of something it can affect and then mm-hmm. if you have not enough or insufficient amount of something that can also affect in terms of your mental stability your mood and of course mental wellness as well
0: all right good um now we wants to be part of the episode so bad all right so let's get into obviously the main questions that people would ask a dietitian all right so what to eat so I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna put you under the pressure to break down a whole meal plan for somebody because if you want a meal plan, you could follow her right here pin it on the screen.
1: You're available for consultations. You're available for
0: consultations and assessments. And assessments. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. I go into my kitchen, I looking around. Give me some good options for breakfast.
1: Yeah all right um so we dealing with breakfast right? let's start with breakfast let's start with breakfast the most important meal of the day <laughs> so they say Yeah. so they say we still don't know who is there
0: yeah and so- a
1: t-h-e-y d-e-y we still yeah. don't know who's there um but for breakfast and uh this could be for like all of your meals you want to look at the plate model mm-hmm. where you have half of your plate with veggies quarter with a complex carbohydrate, and quarter with a lean protein
0: what's a what's a what's a what's a breakfast veggie
1: Right, so a breakfast veggie could be like a salad. Um, you could decide what your salad is, whether it's lettuce, whether mm. it's car- um, whether it's carrots, like shredded carrots, whether it's sweet peppers or bell peppers. They're also high in vitamin C. Um, whether it's tomatoes, whether it's cucumbers. Mm. Um, a breakfast veg could also be a choker. All you right. could do a pumpkin choker, bygone choker, tomato right. choker. So, um, and then you have your complex carbohydrates. So complex carbohydrates are... I think it's self-explanatory, but complex, meaning that it's a bit more difficult compared to like a simple carbohydrate, meaning that it takes a little longer to break down. So you find you do have like a a sugar spike when you have complex carbs as if you have simple carbs. Um, What are some examples of complex carbs? Oats, which you still don't have to have every day because it gets boring. Try <laughs> oats so every I, time. i say that one for you. But yeah, so you can have oats. Um, you can have. Let's say you could do like a sada. It could be like a whole wheat sada. Mm-hmm. Like sada bake. Um, you can do. You can do hash browns. You can do wedges like breakfast wedges. So you can do like baked potatoes. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Irish potato, because if we are talking complex, we can do like sweet potatoes. It can oh, but be. Eggs, oh, but eggs. Right, so that's protein. So we still only complex carbs. Oh, okay, okay. We still only complex carbs. Mudging um, my wine. <laughs> it can be you can do pancakes and you can make pancakes um it have different ways in which you can make pancakes um using stuff that you have at home so you can make pancakes with sweet potatoes you can make pancakes with oat or you know you can make pancakes with a lot of different things that you have in your kitchen and then when we're looking at protein of course eggs eggs are my favorite protein now we understand we have persons who are vegetarian so if you're a vegetarian, uh, well, it depends because you know it has different types of yeah, vegetarian. Yeah, well, well vegetarian. probably vegan. I know vegetarians. Yeah, so who vegan eat that? is yeah, but vegetarian. Some there like so. If you are vegetarian who eats um fish, you can do like tuna. or You can do sardine. Um, you can even do soya like soya chunks as an option. Um, so and protein will also milk in itself or dairy products also you will get protein from. So let's say for instance you are having an oatmeal for breakfast, you have your oats. You have your low-fat milk or your skim milk. And, of course, the veggies can easily come in. You could do like a pumpkin puree and you can mix it in. If you're doing like an egg scramble or, let's say, um like a tofu scramble or you're doing soya, you can do that to decide. You can have even bread. You can have whole grain or multi-grain bread. And then you have your salad to decide. If you're doing like a choker and, let's say, you're doing pumpkin choker, you could do a pumpkin choker with salad. And to add some more protein, you could do chana to decide as an option. Oh, so
0: We get a lot there.
1: You have options. You get a lot there, clipping that have for sure. Options, <laughs> but make sure half, veggies, quarter um, lean protein, quarter carbs. Unless, however, and this is just general, depending on your needs, if mm-hmm. you may need more protein because you're an athlete or you're a weightlifter, then that will change. That will change. If you need more carbs because, again, you yeah, are also um, more active depending on your job, depending on your lifestyle, that will change. If it is you need less carbs because, of course, depending on your condition, that will change. So, But this is just general half. Yes. Quarter, the gen- so the
0: general plate model is half, half veggies, uh, yes. half quarter, quarter, sorry, complex carbs and, and quarter, quarter protein. protein. There we go. Yeah. So then, I guess that is the same model we'll go through for lunch. For lunch so so you get veggie. so give me a few lunch options. Yes. Yeah, so what would it? What would the, the Trinity dietitian?
1: So the trini dietitian will have a lot of things because as you can see from trini dietitian, I am an all-inclusive dietitian. Right. It's not about what you eat. It's how much you eat and how you eat it and when you eat it, which is important, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But a one pot, you could never go wrong with a one pot. Um, One pot meals, you find the minimal time to prepare. They could stretch um, Mm -hmm. and you're sure to find balance. So for instance, a pilau. A pilau could be a good, well-balanced meal. Mm -hmm. You have your rice, you have your peas, you have your meat if you decide to add meat. Um, okay. you put your pumpkin and carrots in it, you do a nice little salad to the side or a little cool slow. However, if it is you're doing that, um you have making pilau. you know, we like to put coconut milk, we like to put a little um, that nice little orange, yellow, salted butter. I'm going to call its mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. And then we might start the pot with oil. We still have to watch our fat intake. So, right. again, be mindful. Coconut milk is a must in a pillow for most of us, right? Especially the rooted trinis trin- trin- or trinbeg onions. Uh, the butter, we could do without the butter. You don't have gotcha. to start the pot with oil. Um, if you're watching your cholesterol, instead of a slow, you could just do a nice little cucumber slow, or cucumber chow with lettuce and tomatoes on the side. Right. Um, another option for lunch will be provision. There we go. We could do provision and a nice little um, stew fish, right? And you do peas or callalewari side because I Mm -hmm. mean, provision could be a little dry sometimes. You had to have something wet to go down with it, right? But um, you have options. Yeah, you have options. Those are just two options. You can even do a, a sub for lunch because nobody used to say they are breakfast meals they are lunch meals and they are dinner meals there are some persons who eat the traditional lunch meals for breakfast and persons right. who eat the breakfast meals for lunch right. Um, you could do a sub so the sub could be um a nice if it's let's just get fancy ciabatta bread or you do like a panini mm. and you do like mm. um turkey and it or grilled chicken and you yeah, add no um, your yeah, veggies no and whatnot. so I mean there are a lot of options yeah.
0: <laughs> well I ain't gonna fight you with dinner because we have the model we yeah. have the model yeah Half veggie, quarter complex carb, quarter protein. I like and it. don't forget I'll your healthy snacks in between. It. So that's so, all right. So now we're we getting into the guide. Because again, we're going to answer the questions that people really want to know. <sighs> healthy eating is kind of hard. It's kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. I find myself buying fast food a lot. With all the fast food options available in Trinidad and Tobacco. Now, you know, don't have to call names. You don't have to point out anybody. I but just mean anybody. Yeah, for we anybody for free, exactly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. give, me, give me a guide to somebody who decides to buy fast food. Now, what I, what I mean by a guide is, let me give an example. For me, in particular, if I'm going to buy fried chicken... I would probably just buy the chicken and maybe skip out on the fries drink water instead. Now, obviously, that's that's not gonna counteract anything, but what I mean is just to just to just to avoid overindulgence in any particular fast food, I'll try to limit certain things when I do eat fast food, right? Tell me, because I saw a post on your on your Instagram with a guide to fast food. But 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 break down break down the to trini dietitian guide to fast food. If I if I have no choice but to eat, sorry, there's always a choice. Let me take that back. But if I find myself eating fast food, Give me your recommendations for the places you probably would go to or the things you should eat.
1: Right.
0: If you're stuck.
1: Right. So fast food doesn't necessarily have to be bought. You can have fast food at home in your house. Okay. And this is where meal prep comes in, right? We have our nice 15-minute, 30-minute meals that we can do. But um, for the sake of answering your question, when you're looking at fast food, I have... I will say two things. Either you you go all out. Right. Or you go home in your house and eat what it does you have. Or why is you that? make why is adjustments. That? I mean, if you're if you if eating any fast food, you might as well go all out. Okay. You don't think so? Talking about having the chicken and not having the fries. For me, the fries is probably the best parts. That's why right. I were too. When I make fries at home, it don't taste the same way how it tastes on right the outside. outside. <laughs> and we know why because it have more fat, the trans fats, the salt and whatnot. But, um, what I will suggest is, let's say, you go and you have like like fried food as the main option. Um, if, like what you just said, um, you will put, normally purchase a beverage, you're on the right track there, Jamil, you do water or low-calorie or zero-calorie beverage instead. Another option will be to remove the skin from the meat. Oh, okay. Because that's one way to remove a lot of the saturated fats, a lot of right. the oils. Okay. But again, people will say... So you're Not telling your me spot. i buy buying fried chicken and I can't eat Any the skin that yeah. I'm making sense to me. However, you're asking for options. Right. You say you always have choice, but if, however, your choices are very limited and it's only limited to those specifics, then we have to try out to make it healthy mm-hmm. however we can. There are a lot of fast food places that actually have salads and option. They have, you choose the salad in place of the fries. Mm-hmm. Um, If it is, you go to, let's say, like a home style spot or like a Creole spot.
0: That might be the best. Make necessary. sure.
1: It, mm. may be, it may be. Depending okay. on how they prepare. Right. But again, use the plate model as an option. Instead of overloading your box with just carbs, potatoes, salad, macaroni, pie, rice, the works, balance it off. Half right. veggies, quarter protein. Or you can even do half veggies and half protein depending. Yeah. Or which you is can, what I, which I do usually, to uh, be yeah, honest. Because I, I know you're into fitness. Yeah. I see I'm a that I see a couple little stuff downstairs. So I know you're doing your thing. Um, <laughs> so you need the extra protein, <laughs> but yeah. So just let the, the plate model up, be applied, and then we have a lot of options now. We have so many options. It's true. It's so true. for instance, let's just say Chinese food. Now a lot of persons um don't like Chinese food for whatever reason, but there are also persons who like Chinese food. So I'm speaking to to them. The, yes. Um, if you're having Chinese food, there's veggies as an option. Don't just take the rice or the noodles and the meat. Take veggies too, whether it's chow mein, whether it's a chunky veg. Um, If it is, you know, your custom, you have a specific that you will take all the time. You're always taking sweet and sour pork. Now, yes, pork is fine, but it's also very high in saturated fat. So right. if it is, you know, Monday to Friday when you are in, you'd have a Chinese spot or restaurant close to you and you're always getting that, cut back a little bit. You go by Watch the doctor, you cholesterol cholesterol a little high. Instead of that, you choose chicken instead because chicken is a is a leaner protein source mm. as an option. Or you switch things up and you do a nice little soya and tomatoes and that kind of thing. You, you you look for some kind of variation. Um, There are a lot of prepackaged meals sold in groceries, in supermarkets now. That has a great balance. Right. As an option, you stop off in the grocery and you pick up a nice little meal. And right. they actually follow or try to follow in those pre-packaged meals. Right, the plate, plate model. model. Okay. In the gas station as well, you have, you have the option. You pick up one of those pre-packaged meals as well. So yes, you can have fast food, but fast food doesn't have to be the traditional ones that we are oh, accustomed yes, yeah. to.
0: The ones that readily Because yeah, certain fast foods are readily available all over the nation. And that's that's a problem I actually face because when mm-hmm. I, uh, my job, always has me on the road
1: yeah.
0: and dr- going through the drive through and eating while they're driving. I have my, I have my PhD in eating and driving the E yeah. and have my PhD in E and D for sure, which yeah. I need. I, st- I had to, it was actually, uh, I think it was a bit of an addiction that even when I was on the road, not, or not even an addiction, I would most say, you know, your brain is a use it or lose it kind of Correct. function. Right? So you, the, the more you do it something, it becomes habit. easier. So it became a habit. Even if I was not hungry, I'm on the road and my brain passes key KFC6. Wait, do you not supposed to go through this drive-thru? That became a problem for me. So, okay, cool. I didn't ask you this in the beginning, but I should have. You you're
1: plugging, you're plugging. Ah, yeah, you're I plug, plug them, in. I plug yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But I a small thing. a <laughs> small thing, I plugged
0: them. There's people out in, in situations. Oh, definitely. Right. So, I had a, you know, t- they mm. um, I didn't ask you this in the beginning, but just to just to, sit, just to just to solidify it mm-hmm. in people's minds in case they feel it you know what you're talking about you you scope your knowledge in terms of what you've studied in um in dietetics i i, I thought it was dietary science well same thing right what do you do you would, it, would you have studied like physiology anatomy uh um anything to do with diseases any all those sorts of things would you have studied See that
1: yeah it works so those oh. were definitely core courses because in order to speak about nutrition and how it affects your body, I you have to know what is going on. So biochemistry, anatomy and physiology, um, Ooh, okay. nutrition, therapy, um, nutrition therapy. through all the life cycle is one because you wouldn't give... A six-month-old. <laughs> the same Obviously, food you're going to yeah. give a, a four-year-old yeah. or, yeah, like a 65-year-old <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. Excellent. So, anatomy and phys would oh, definitely, those were core courses throughout. Um, I, my study was like four years of study Ooh, okay. excluding the um, the internship and anatomy and phys. So, four years
0: of study and then a year of internship. Yeah, of internship. Wow. And okay. anatomy
1: and phys came through for a couple of semesters as well. Biochemistry was definitely there. Um, uh, it was not my favorite subject at the time or course at the time, but it came to be very useful because we mm-hmm. practice it on a daily. Um, what else? Um, even psychology was there. Interesting. Uh, because as a dietitian, when you sit with someone, you are dealing with the mind mm-hmm. looking at behavior change. Um,
0: Ah, yes. Looking at behavior change.
1: So psychology was definitely there because you have to tap into people's minds when it comes to like the counseling part, helping people understand why they need to make these changes. Um, What else? Well, MNT, medical nutrition therapy. uh, We. A couple, well. well you've definitely organization organization answered because you're already put... Even accounting, oh, learning okay. how to manage your own books, right, you know. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, I mean, That's like, cool. Yeah. That's,
0: that's a cool quote. where, where
1: do you do did you this? Definitely. added that, at the UWE, University UWE. Of, Western, okay. of Western East, yeah. Right. There's also, it's also at USC as well. Okay. So, I would recommend persons, anybody who would like to be a, a dietitian in the future, I will also recommend USC as an option right. as well.
0: And how has, how has diet, how has this career path been treating you? And, you know, in another game, of facts and figures. Mm-hmm. But how how have you been functioning as a dietitian? Is this something you do full time, or do you have? I mean, we all need multiple Real streams style. of income. But yeah. you know, but you mean how was how has this been treating you? Um,
1: multiple streams of income is very important, mm-hmm. um, especially depending on the lifestyle that you set for yourself. Correct. In our time, we can't just focus on just one thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but dietetics for me so far has been really amazing. And yes, I do it full time. I have my little side hustles because yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's. Right now, it's my main hustle. So uh, apart from where I currently am employed Mm full-time, of course, you know, I also have my private, um, which is training Dietitian. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing I can say is that it has kept me afloat during this pandemic because i am considered an essential worker like
0: Ooh, we never right, had right, off right, times
1: right. we never had a downtime right even right. when i had covid we didn't have a downtime because i was doing clients virtually Trinidad mm. session was birthed and whatnot um so yeah, so far dietetics has treated me really well because I can literally be any part of the world. I could work remotely. I can be any part of the world and, and see clients. If awesome. you get what I'm saying. So yeah? so
0: so folks, you 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 put it right here that yeah. you you have something solid in, in dietetics. as well. We're we coming to the tail end, and I, I I really appreciate all the information that you've shared with us. I want you to I want you to just address one last thing. We, we we haven't talked about you being a fitness enthusiast. Give give a little bit of a spiel. There are a lot of things that people. Um, there are a lot of myths that people have when it comes to exercise. Now, I, I'm not, a, I'm not trying for you to get into any big thing, but there are some people who believe that they are limited by maybe not being able to go to the gym. They are just at home. Um, you know, they feel like they have to work out for an hour and all these different things and tell, give, give your best advice to close about exercise and you know, and that in relation to your diet.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now movement is very important our bodies. We're meant to move. Um, And I think we have become a sedentary society Mm -hmm. where a lot of what we do um, involves low intensity type of physical activity. Um, A lot of persons have desk jobs, office jobs and whatnot. Um, But uh, what I want to encourage persons to do is get up and get moving. Um, Reason for that is because exercise has so many benefits and it's not just focusing on weight loss alone. It helps to strengthen you. You become stronger. We joked about this a bit earlier. Well, it was
0: completely necessary. (laughs) Survival skills, people.
1: survival skills. So you become stronger. It helps with your bone density. It lowers your risk for things like osteoporosis and osteopenia. It also helps to actually manage your blood pressure as well um, because the heart in itself is a muscle. So when you become more active and you exercise... You strengthen the heart muscle. You also help the body to get more oxygenated blood, which helps the blood flow. So it improves your circulation and it improves your mood. When we exercise, our body releases certain feel-good hormones where you just feel better. It helps you like get through your day. like You have more focus and function depending on persons who like to exercise in the morning time, early in the morning and get out of the way. If you're somebody who prefers to exercise in the evening time, you get that high, you get that kick where you feel like you have real energy, but then you sleep so good as well. So if you have issues sleeping, exercise helps with that. And in addition to it goes hand in hand with your diet, because whereas diet is the main part of it, it's like 90%, it's diet 10%, I would say is exercise. Sometimes diet alone is not a standalone. Depending on your goals, exercise really plays a major role. And when we're talking about physique, it helps to improve your overall physique, which automatically improves your confidence. You feel better about yourself. Um, And exercise in itself, for me, fitness for me has gone beyond the physique. Um, For me, it's about keeping my body healthy. It's about keeping my blood sugar stabilized or reducing my risk of becoming diabetic because I have a family history of diabetes, prevention is better than cure. And I think as a dietitian, I think as dietitians or nutrition professionals, we play a major role because it's not just about dealing with sick care. It's about focusing on primary and preventative care. Um, So I want to encourage persons to really get up and get moving. So I was saying for me, um, exercise or fitness is beyond the physique. For me, it's about making sure I am well inside. Helping me sleep better, helping me focus and function better, and because I've noticed that with exercise since so I've been consistent, Jamil, like my in like my stamina and endurance level has gone up, hey, hey, like hey, gone hey, 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 hey. up. I love you, and that makes me feel Jeez. so good because I could apply that in my daily lifestyle, and I think that's like a plus 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 yeah, for yeah, yeah. me. So, um, you have to know. What you're doing it for. You're yeah. not just doing it just for doing it's sake. Um, whatever you're doing it for, do it and try and stick with it. If you realize you can't do it on your own, get a body, get a like a support system, like get somebody to go with it for accountability, accountability. get a mm. trainer, it helps. Because for me personally, I love to exercise. It's always been part of me. I've mm. danced, I've Obviously, been to track, track and feel. Acting, yeah. So like I've all oh, it's always been in me. So for me it, it it comes okay, yeah. but then there's traditional exercise like lifting weights, going and run. Not everybody likes that. Not everybody likes the the traditional type of exercise. If you like to dance, go and dance. If you like to cycle, go and cycle. If you like to swim, go and swim. All of those are part of exercise, mm-hmm. and it's really just about improving your overall, um, yeah. overall well, right? well-being. well
0: yeah. yeah. So if you need a sign to exercise, this is it. This yeah. is it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Natalia Rupert. Nathalia or Nathalia?
1: N-A-T-H. Switch. So it's Nath- Nathalia. Nathalia, yes. Excellent. <laughs>
0: so I would like to thank the lovely, energetic, and, and, and we're going to give her a tip for, for these smiles. Right? <laughs> we, this, is, this is the most smiles per capita we've had in the, um, in the show so far. From now on, I'll be paying attention to, to, to see who beats this, because we have had more, more smiles per capita in, this, in any episode. So I'd like to thank Nathalia Rupert Trini Dietitian, for stepping through. I probably am going to have her on here again. And who knows? We'll probably be doing some future projects together in the kitchen. You know, let her, let her come and order the kitchen. So we're not stopping here. Thank you so much for being a part of the informative podcast. And we definitely learned a thing or two. I sure people out there, nobody plate model. Mm-hmm. Right? And how important eating is. And, you know, the little breakfast tips you give us. Because I, I don't eat no salads or breakfast. I'll, I'll show you. Don't worry. We will not get just on a- Sunday not just on Sunday but Sunday, Sunday lunch have it uh, every day yeah. <laughs> alright so thank you once again for all who tuned in to this episode of the informative podcast series I am Jaren Revolution and of course it's always time to go beyond the tip and we are signing out.